Hello, we're glad you joined us for Stand Up Be Heard, the podcast. At Ford's Theater, we believe in the power of storytelling and using our voices. On this podcast, you'll hear student voices and perspectives about issues that are important to them. We invite you to open up, check any biases, and hear what they have to say. afternoon pirate nation and welcome to are you listening episode two a webcast brought to you in partnership with the wonderful people at forge theater and of course produced by students here at paul public charter school on this episode of are you listening we'll be of course listening to a wonderful conversation between candace atkins whur producer and of course one of our amazing seniors that are part of pirate nation and also a great entrepreneur as well zaire franklin Let's take a listen to and find out what they're talking about on this episode two of Are You Listening? I'm just like so excited to meet you. Um, yes. when I got information uh, from Mr. Clarkson about, oh, you'll be interviewing someone. I was like, who would I be interviewing? And I thought I was going to just interview like any random person from school. He was like, no, you're going to be interviewing someone from Howard. Oh. He's a radio producer. I was like, oh my gosh, I've yeah. never met a radio producer, so I was really, really excited for that. It's a, we're we're a different kind of people. Producers are our producers are, are special, but something about radio, we're the cool ones. Stuff <laughs> that good vibe all the way in the morning, and people are not morning people. Yes, yes, we make magic happen. Mm-hmm. For working environment. What type of working environment I have? Yes. Okay, so um, let's just start with thank you, Paul Charter School and Ford's Theater. This is pretty cool. And shout out to all the students at Paul Public Charter. Um, Howard University Radio Network has been around for 49 years. So it's owned by Howard Howard University, right? So the culture around the station is just different generations all around. You got people that have been there since the beginning. You got people that have been there since the 80s and, and a few that's been there since the 90s and right now in our 21st century. So for me, I've been there 10 years. So the environment is so cultivating. Everybody has something great to bring to the table. I'm, I'm from St. Louis. We have people from New York and from, from other countries and in different parts of the country they are from. So we bring every unique idea and unique um, uh, vibe to the actual work environment. So the work environment is fast paced. It is, um, you know, you know. Um, spare of the moment. It's just it's a it's a uh, amazing media black press vibe that you can find anywhere else. And we're called the Heritage Station because we're the, the black standalone station is owned by African Americans, and many stations are not like this. So we're able to do anything that we want, and it's not just entertaining, but it's informative and it's um, exciting. It's exciting. It's it's exciting to work around your own people. So that's how the vibe is around the network. It's hard work, and it's like you have to finish what you did. You have to complete what you didn't finish the last the other day and the, the last night when you met. It's not like a uh, nine to five for me. For some people, you know, when you treat it like that, then it becomes a drag. But for me, it's like, oh, I got to finish what I didn't complete, or I got to succeed. The next thing I'm trying to succeed. So every 
day there's a goal that I'm trying to meet. If I can't get to the goal to try to interview this particular congressman, this particular artist, this particular story, if I have to get it, my deadlines to try to make it happen today. Okay, if I can't make it today, I'm gonna give myself in the two weeks because sometimes you don't, I don't put a lot of pressure on myself, but we can um, when you're a, a hard worker, but you have to calm down and let the pace flow. So before I go to work every day, I, I say a word of prayer and just begin to thank God for my assignment because I don't treat um, my job like a job I treat as an assignment. So when you treat it as an assignment, then you can fulfill some of the things you want to succeed. So that's 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 my vibe. I mean, I've been doing it for, for uh, about 10 years and it doesn't feel work to me. It just feels like, you know, it feels like I'm ready, getting ready for another project and more projects to come. So what advice would you give to young adults if they want to be in your shoes? Well, you do you have you have to do your homework. If you want to go into radio, if you want to be a radio producer, you want to go into the entertainment industry, you have to do your homework. Do your homework like um, getting to know the company that you want to work for. You getting to know the field that you want to be in. It's just it's just not just shadowing and interning. All that is great, but read up on it. Read up on some of the people that have done what you've done and what what that what's the end result after they after they have been in the shoes that you want to be in you know being a radio girl producers that's just not it I just don't produce sometimes I'm on air sometimes I'm working on another project on, on public public affairs um, and then I may have some other um, shows that I might produce as well so um, it's just a multiple of things that you will learn and you want to be that person not just be that one person that could do one thing you want to be valued in your network that you want to work in so that you're appreciated and respected you just don't want to be for you or for for male or female just that dude or that girl that's there and then we pay them every two weeks now you want to be valued and you want to be able to say no i will eventually get more and i will go to the next level in my career to be where i'm called to be so yeah, that's that's I, I before I got into radio, I did my research. I find out what the network was about, what the station was about, what the city is about, the culture in the city in DC. I'm not from DC. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and and then I found out how does it how, how what what's the role of a radio producer. So I asked questions. I even called other radio stations before calling HUR because I was new. You know, my 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 background was theater education at Howard University. So if I didn't study theater, I wouldn't be successful in radio because theater teaches you all the the nuances to be productive in the craft. Traveling through St. Louis to DC. Yes. Have you learned, and what what was your experience? Ooh, um, I coming from St. Louis, I was an insurance broker. I got my license to be licensed in the state of Missouri and Illinois to sell auto insurance, and I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to get my want to go back to school and get my education in the arts. So I came to St. Louis with about $500, not really have a stable place to live because there wasn't any more dorms available at Harvard University. So I lived with my gotten sister and her and her husband until I was able to find a dorm. And I just jumped in. I didn't have a lot of friends, but I met great, 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 great colleagues and, and cohorts at Harvard University and we became family. And then I, I uh, started shampooing at a beauty shop 
and a salon in DC. And that's how I learned DC. I learned the lingo. I learned where to go, where not to go. Um, and then I, in theater, in theater, we um, have to take a little different, we have to take several tech, tech um, courses. And one of the courses was uh, costume design and the costume, um, the, the professor was familiar with DC and we had to do a lot of running around, around the city to put together costumes. And that's how I was able to learn more, even more about the city on where to go and what to do, especially if you never, I never left St. Louis. That was my first time leaving St. Louis and to be a part of this big city, the nation's capital. It could be, a, it could be very overwhelming. So I, I adapt and I, I didn't change myself. I grew up as it disciplined, it disciplined me and it matured me and it, it grew, I, I grown spiritually as I transitioned into the city. That's a lot to take in. It is, it is. You, um, you, you have to, um, Take a risk. You have to better on yourself. Not know, don't know much about DC. Just I, I loved Howard. It, I'm just me against thousands and millions of educated, educated black, African queens and kings all over the world. And it's it is a lot. But I knew who I was, and I didn't compete with anyone because no one can be me. No one. I was exciting i was created to be amazing and i was and i am that's just such a fabulous mindset oh yeah oh yeah you can't <laughs> can't do you can't you can't you can't travel this world um comparing you have to travel with i am versus i was you were but this is who you are and that's how you be able to move forward with just knowing your your core, your center, that you're true to yourself. I could have a wig on, but I chose a hat and some and, and red lips and earrings because that's my core. But the world portrays it that you have to have a wig, you have to have your hair done. But if I am myself, that will shine. Everything else will follow. I don't wear wigs, by the way. <laughs> I like it. It ain't my style. I do my own. Right. <laughs> own personality yeah do you, you gotta do your thing do your thing you don't, have to, you don't do nobody else you do your thing you shine when you do your thing when you do somebody else thing you come off yeah still stuck in this place. you come off you come off not authentic not authentic <laughs> due to the pandemic what are your thoughts on working while it's happening it was uh, it was 365 days later. Um, it was scary. It was um, a moment to take in to be closer to your creator, to your spiritual side, to say, you know what, every morning I'm going to be thankful that I woke up. But once we start covering those stories, it got a little emotional and it got uh, mentally draining because you're hearing people go through what they're going through, job loss, mental illness. Um, um, you you wake up one day, you're, you're fine. The next day you're coughing. The third day you're dying. So it was, it was a lot. What motivated me to know that I have a breath of life every day. If I have the breath of life, I have to keep going. I have to, I have to try. I have to pursue 
because I have I have little sisters and little brothers that are on Zoom um, trying to survive in their workplace. I have nieces and nephews trying to survive in school. So they see you thriving and trying in the midst of a, a, a storm, a wilderness, you have to thrive as well. So that's that's how I survived and that's how I covered it. Just um, be able to be that person coming on with, with our uh, prep meetings for our daily shows. I have, we are producing a nightly show every night at seven o'clock. So if you come in with the energy with uh, everything's gonna be okay, how y'all doing? Everything gonna be all right? You come in like that, then you're they feed off your energy and they can they can kind of they could uh, press through throughout the day. If you if you come with the energy as a leader of I can and I can't do anymore, then it you know they can feed off your energy and you can kind of affect the whole vibe in the room. But if you if you come in with the with the spirit of let's make this happen, let's do it, then you will you and you you inspire someone. You inspire someone. You inspire the whole room. You inspire the whole team. But there are times we get weak as journalists. We have our moments. You go have your moment and come back, wipe your tears, wipe the sweat, and say let's do it. It's just a part of life. And you have to be real with you know with your team with, with with my news director. Hey, I'm having a moment. Give me a second. You have your moment and you get back up. You don't fall. You have to get up. It's just a part of the business. So, what would you say that what would be your motivation of doing this business? My motivation. Oh wow. Um. My parents are deceased. I lost my dad in 2018 and mom in 2020 in December. And the fact of seeing them grow up and worked really hard to be where I am, raise me, uh, teach me values, help me in many ways, that motivates me to keep going. Because prior to you being here, someone you know, laid down the foundation to be where you are right now. Um, so that that motivates me. I have a little sister um, that's about 29 years old and she's completing her master's degree and she's watching, you know, but I, that little sister also, you know, you can't tell her nothing. She know everything. That's cool because I was that chick too. But um, but she's watching. Then you have a slew of young people that you have not met before are watching. So that's my motivation to just go as far and and, and be able to pat yourself and say congratulations because I did that. Not only for myself, but for the people that are watching. So that's how I that's how I keep going. That's great. I would say keep doing that. You're very inspiring to us as young adults thank you do what you're doing (laughs) being a black woman in radio how do you feel about your environment i feel pretty good about my environment um my peers my circle the other producers in television and radio we're we we have we have a great bond together um I don't feel like I'm the only one in this in this room as a black woman and all this all these men around me that I don't feel that they respect me. I don't feel that way because I already laid down the foundation um, that 
this is who I am and this is how I want to be respected. Um, I am um, mindful of how I present myself into, you know, to the industry. When I say present my work, my presentation and my professionalism. So when I present in that way, in that form, then my environment is safe because not only am I prayed up, but I'm also um, well um, grounded in where I am in my craft. What types of stories interest you the most? And what is one of your favorite stories that you have covered? Oh, I I really like a lot of biographical stories of men and women that um, came from the bottom and now here they are. Um, teachable moments of, of stories that I enjoy. I love stories about um, better um how to bettering your finances and black women and small businesses. I enjoy those stories. I like, uh, I, I enjoy, of course, a lot of lifestyle and um, beauty. Um, the one of the most, my, one of my favorite stories that I cover was with Marion Berry. Um, Marion Berry, Mayor for Life, Marion Berry. Um, and he, he, um, he just always, when you sit and listen to him, he always have remarkable things to say. So that will that that I would say that. And I I never worked with Mr. Barry. I came to DC in 2005. So when I got into radio, I was scheduled him for interviews all the time. And um, I remember after the interview, I he didn't, he needed to get his car jumped. He needed to jump, and I had the cables. And as I was working with him and campus police to get what he needed and being myself as always, he said, Ms. Atkins, I like your style. <laughs> I like your style, Ms. Atkins. East St. Louis is what he called me. So, you know, those memories of those great legends and leaders, I enjoy interviewing them. Um, there's so many um, that I can I can go down a list of. I enjoy covering the DNC and the RNC, the inauguration, um, award shows. If the list goes on, but those people that 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 um, that paved the way for us, I I just I find it fascinating stories. So by doing these things, I feel as though you're doing a great job. Thank you. Impactful to our community. The little things that is mattering right now. Yes, I agree with you. You've came a long way. So you will be one of the legends that we hear about. <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's, uh, I'm, that's humbling to say and I receive that. <laughs> Thank you so much. I receive it. Thank you. It's a joy. And what is it? The Pirates? Pirate Nation? Yes. Let's do it. And congratulations to all the seniors in 2021. And much love to you all. And always, if you have Howard on the mind, there's no place like Howard. Or no place like HBCU. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you. 
We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you'll check out our other episodes.